Your Working Life, a podcast that provides you with tools, inspiration, and resources so you can enjoy your career and love your life. I'm Caroline Dowd Higgins. I'm a speaker, a career and executive coach, and today I welcome Gina Ireland to the show. Gina, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to talk with you. We're going to talk about so many things, including the film project, extraordinary people, and the unique strengths that people with autism bring to the workforce. So Gina, let's dive in because you are doing so many amazing things. You've got Cardinal Blue Consulting. You've got Extraordinary Ventures. Help this global audience understand what that's all about. Thank you. So I am a media and entertainment specialist. I founded my company Cardinal Blue Consulting um, a little over a year ago. And, um, you know, throughout my whole life, my youngest brother, when I was very young, was diagnosed with autism. And um, obviously, you know, he is, um, you know, very special to me. And we've been through um, all parts of his, um, you know, education. And then now we're looking at employment. And so over 10 years ago, we started a nonprofit called Extraordinary Ventures. And Extraordinary Ventures is a nonprofit umbrella that has a series of sustainable businesses underneath of it. So each business, um, is revenue positive and the businesses are designed around individuals so this all started with a group of parents um, that had that you know had children that grew up with my youngest brother Vinny and um, they were looking at once school ended the entitlement um, programs really in most of the United States end. so how do you fill the day what are you going to talk about for employment and in in the past we've all heard no this um, population you know can never have a job they can never hold down a job and we just thought this was ridiculous and you know we're looking at the um, astronomical unemployment and underemployment for this population and we thought we could do something a little different so we started extraordinary ventures and you know 10 years later we're going strong that is awesome what what good news not only for your brother but for so many other people you know i think autism is so misunderstood and certainly it is um a journey even for families who experience that with a loved one to really understand would you agree I would totally agree. And we certainly saw that with my family. You know, I was quite young when my brother was diagnosed, but it was the 90s. And um, even um, in a different way than today, you know, there wasn't as much of a public discourse around um what it means, you know, to have autism and, and what actually what autism spectrum disorder even was. So a lot of um, my youth and, you know, having Vinny as a brother was educating our communities. So telling friends, telling family what autism was, you know, what Vinny's life was going to be like and learning for ourselves. And through a series of nonprofits, um, and I really have to give props to all my friends over at the Autism Society of America and um, Autism Speaks, um, we're really seeing the public discourse shift about this. And we see media, you know, television shows and movies featuring people with um, autism spectrum disorder. We see more conversations, whether it be part of, you know, um, election conversations or um, public policy debates or even just um, people to people within the community. And that has been, you know, a wonderful part of the journey. However, you know, I, I wonder if any of these listeners, you know, you're looking at a new diagnosis and it can be quite tough and yeah. um, can be quite, yeah, changing for you and for your family, for your son or daughter. And, um, you know, I really encourage you to reach out. There's great communities out there and, um, 
um, you're not alone. Well, your great work is moving the needle in the right direction, and we're so grateful. But let's talk about the film, Extraordinary People Film. This is really groundbreaking, and talk about moving the needle. I think this is having a tremendous impact in autism awareness and resources. So tell us about that. Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, we worked with um, some wonderful filmmakers, John McKinney and uh, Laura McKinney, who uh, tracked six different individuals who are employees over at Extraordinary Ventures who are impacted in different ways by autism spectrum disorder. And by looking at their stories, um, we're able to um, bring the story of Extraordinary Ventures to the wider U.S. community. So our goal with the film has been and, and continues to be, we're rolling out across the United States. We're having screening um, events where we'll show the film, which is about 30 minutes. And as I said, it um, really tracks these individuals and also what we've built at Extraordinary Ventures and what works in our community. And then we partner that with a panel discussion and a Q&A period where we have people from whatever community we're screening in. So for example, we have a screen coming up in Los Angeles. And so individuals who are employing or employed in that community talk about what the unique challenges it, challenges are in that uh, space. And so, you know, for example, we have a thriving laundry business in um, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, where a university town, the fraternities um, <laughs> really enjoy to be able to get their laundry done. But if you were in, you know, the San Francisco Bay Area, there's, I don't know, 10 apps that can uh, do your laundry for you. So that maybe wouldn't be a business that makes sense. So we talk about the unique, both from a public policy and from a business perspective, aspects of each community. I love that. You know, and as someone deeply ensconced in career development, I'm thrilled that we're honoring people with um, autism spectrum disorder because they deserve to be able to work and, and to have a livelihood. And again, this film just destigmatized so many stereotypes. But talk a little bit briefly uh, about how those skills can really benefit employers. What don't we know? Um, I think a lot of... Um what we don't know is that um, there's a famous quote that when you know one person with autism, you know one person with autism. Yeah. So just like each person, each employee in the broader population is unique, each person um, with autism spectrum disorder is unique. And so being able to spend some time getting to know your particular individual um, and, you know, what um, are their um, difficulties and what they thrive at. Um, you know, are really important. And, you know, right now we're seeing a lot of um, one track thinking about what employment for this population looks like. And um, and it's wonderful. And it does serve one part of the community. You know, for example, there's a lot of coding programs or, you know, data entry or that kind of thing. But you know, there's a broader population and not everybody fits into that one mold. And so looking at each individual as an individual and breaking down what, you know, where they can thrive and how to help them succeed is really important. And um, I like that you said, you know, um, taking away some of the stigma because, you know, disability is part of the human experience. And so uh, thinking about neurodiversity in a really deep way and what it means to be inclusive in the broader sense, the broadest sense of inclusion is so important and is part of what makes, um, you know, as human and what makes our communities so great. You know, you talk about how autism diagnosis has really increased in the past two decades, which is wonderful because then it gives people an opportunity to seek out resources and just 
frankly, better educate the population. So I think we're both in agreement that that is a very positive thing. But what would you like to share with the audience that they can do or think about in terms of of this film as they go into the community or into their workplaces, considering individuals that um, may have an autism diagnosis and considering them as colleagues and professionals? Definitely. You know, I would um, encourage everybody to have a little bit more understanding and um, and ask questions and try to learn a little bit more. You know, we're seeing um, a lot of people um, employed at Extraordinary Ventures who who know, you know, what they're good at and who know, you know, where they have difficulties and really want to share that with you if you have an, you know, open ear and and you're willing to listen to that. And so if you're sitting in a work situation, you know, where you have an individual that, you know, you don't understand maybe and you're not sure how to interact or what to do to help them thrive, simply asking, simply educating yourself um, is really the first step. You know, you talk about neurodiversity, and that was a new term for me, but it it makes total sense. And I appreciate your suggestion of ask, right? How how can we celebrate what you do well? How can we celebrate your... um, partnership in this workforce. I think sometimes the obvious is, is very simple. Definitely. And, you know, um, it's not, as I mentioned, every individual is different. And so it's not necessarily, um, you don't need to know ahead of time. Let me put it that way. You know, you don't need to have all the answers yourself before you start to have this dialogue with, you know, this, uh, hypothetical individual. Um, and so just as, you know, if you had somebody in the broader population come in for a new job, you would want to learn about how they, you know, work in the workplace, how they're going to fit into your team, um, you know, what their strengths and weaknesses are, how you can develop them. Um, this population is no different, and all of those things apply. Awesome. Gina, we'll be right back after a quick break. Your working life is powered by your stories. We want to hear more from our listeners about your experiences in the workplace. Tell us what challenges you've overcome or tips you've learned along the way. And even better, if you don't have the answers, let us know what issues you want to learn more about. We want this podcast to serve you in all of your career and life needs. Send me an email at caroline at carolinedoubthiggins.com. Gina, something I learned from you uh, that I think many of those listening around the world will appreciate, especially if they're hiring, right? If they're a hiring manager or a recruiter and they're considering considering neurodiversity, uh, as you mentioned, in their workplace, you suggest breaking down tasks into concrete steps and clear expectations and outcomes when considering individuals who are diagnosed on the autism spectrum. Tell us a little bit more about that and how we can learn what kind of resources we need as we consider a neurodiversity in our workplaces. Yeah, no, thank you for bringing that up. I think, you know, breaking things down into discrete steps that are concrete and clear is, um, in general, very important for this population. I'm going to use an anecdote to, um, 
illustrate what I mean. So we have a business, a gifts business at Extraordinary Ventures, and one of the things that we produce are candles. And the reason that we did this is we designed the business around an individual who I've known, I don't know, his whole life, probably Ewan, wonderful guy who loves to cook and he loves to follow recipes. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I've been over to his house for barbecue and, you know, for all of that. And we really looked at, you know, the gifts business and candles and we realized making a candle is really similar to cooking. It's really similar to following a recipe. You have to start, you know, with the melted wax, you add the scent, you, you know, add the wick. And I'm sure you and would get after me because I'm missing all the other steps, but you get the uh, idea. And, um, Ewan really thrived under those uh, circumstances where he was able to take making a candle, break it up into steps and follow it like a recipe. And then from there, by having um, that job, you know, set up in a way where he could succeed and he was able to succeed, he gained so much confidence. And we are seeing him recently um, branch out into other businesses. He's a huge part of our dog walking business for example. Um, and that, you know, was a big step for him. He's out in the community. He's all smiles. He's, you know, walking your dog. He's, um, you know, treating your dog in a, you know, a wonderful way. And, and he's just bringing sunshine and positivity to the community. And he was able to do that and able to help that particular business, which is one of our newer businesses, thrive because of his confidence, because we set up the first job in a way that allowed him to succeed. That's awesome. You empowered him for success. That's amazing. So what are some other action steps that we can take today, especially in regarding employment efforts? You know, I really want to educate our global audience because this is a population that has been often invisible and underutilized, and we want to celebrate them. Yeah, no, thank you for pointing that out. You know, the um, unemployment and the underemployment rates are staggering. And I think we're just now beginning to understand what employment means for this broader population and what kinds of um, circumstances we can set up for them. Um, I would suggest if you're in a situation to hire that you have an open mind. And one thing that we've noticed is the interview process um, in a lot of ways does not necessarily um, serve this population as well. You know, having somebody come in, let's say, for example, um, I was working with somebody at a local bakery who hired somebody who also works at Extraordinary Ventures. And, you know, he completely bombed the interview. He came in, he was very shy, he didn't really want to speak to her, um, you know, what have you. But he had been doing similar tasks at Extraordinary Ventures. He was able to really thrive in the job. And, you know, she took a chance on him. And, and he's been working there for several years now. And so we're we see that, you know, if you take interviews that are a little less traditional, so if you maybe shadow them at a job that they're at already, if you, you know, um, I don't know, give them a chance to try for a day of the job, um, if you have more experiential ways of evaluating a potential employee that gets around a lot of the um, social fears that this population can have and the, um, you know, the more traditional breakdowns we can we can see between employee and this um, employer. That's awesome. So what about existing companies? What do they need to know if they want to employ people um, honoring neurodiversity? Or maybe they already have those with neurodiversity in their workforce. How do they empower them? Yeah, I would suggest that, you know, education is really important. So if um, you're talking about somebody who's working in a broader organization that, um, obviously employs people of um, 
you know, across the neurodiversity spectrum, you're in, you're empowering everybody within the organization to be a good community member. And that might mean, um, I don't know, uh, uh, selfishly, <laughs> um, you know, screening a documentary that might mean having a workshop that might mean um, discussing ways in which, you know, you can be more inclusive, you can, you know, be a better manager, um, you can um, be empowered to, um, you know, really celebrate um, all individuals within your organization. Thank you for that. That's really important. You're right. It takes a village. It's not just those individuals, right? It's the whole community. So I really, really appreciate that. So Gina, tell us how we can find the film. I'm really excited to help our global audience know how they can watch it. Yeah, and we um, really hope that uh, you guys do. Um, you can go to extraordinarypeoplefilm.com, and on there you can take a look at our trailer. You can also take a look at our screening list. We have some great screenings coming up in January in Los Angeles and New York and then other places. And um, also sign up for our email list. And um, uh, probably in the second quarter of 2019, we're going to start to stream the film for free. So uh, we encourage you to watch it in any of those ways. Gina Ireland, what a joy to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I'm really grateful. I learned a lot. And it was wonderful to speak with you about extraordinary people and the importance of including neurodiversity in the workforce. Thanks, Gina. Thank you so much. Hey, and if you like the show, subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud, and even better, leave us a review. And let me tell you why. This helps other people find us online. And while you're at it, let us know what career-minded issues you would like for us to talk about on your working life. You can find me on Twitter at C. Dowd Higgins. And I always want to thank my podcast colleagues, Laura Deck, Executive Director of Publicity and Communications, and Claire McInerney, Executive Producer. Thank you for your extraordinary work to help make this show awesome for our audience. I'm Caroline Dowd Higgins. Thanks for listening. <laughs>